it's your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs and you're listening to the new show right here on Active FM where Christ music is hot music. I'm here to give you the lowdown on what's happening in the world around you from general news to politics and beyond. Like I said, you're listening to Active FM and not only do we offer you some hot, hot music, but we've also got some crazy hot shows for you to listen to throughout the day the entire week. Yes, you heard right. You can listen to Active FM shows throughout the day for the entire week. And if you're wondering where to catch these amazing shows, you can find us on our following platforms. You can get catch us on our website, www.activefm.co.za on Google Podcasts. And if you're an Apple user, you'll be also on um, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to watch some of our live shows, we are on YouTube as well, and we are officially on Spotify. Yeah, XFM has got onto the uh, Spotify platform, so get downloading, start sharing, start commenting, and if you feel a bit chatty and you'd like to uh, chat with us on, 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 on social media and stuff like that, you can catch us on our social media pages on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We're on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM and we're also on Twitter at ActiveFM. Now today's topic is a little bit more on the beyond part of the new show. We'll be talking about something that for me personally, I don't really believe is happening the way society has shown it as happening. But I agree with the precautions we have to take and mainly because of of the ever-growing human population and the health and safety of that ever-growing population and also the animals that find themselves in the cross fire. So in today's topic, I'll be speaking to you about the pioneers, leaders and ideas that are trying to solve this specific crisis. It sounds mysterious, doesn't it? Well, keep listening to find out what it's all about. Now the climate crisis seems to be getting worse with each passing day as stories of wildfires, I mean we've, uh, there's been this whole thing that's been happening in Australia and we're praying for Australia and stuff like that with the hectic wildfires that have been happening, stories of droughts that have been happening and floods bombarding our news feeds but there there are rays of hope if you know where to look now 30 people organizations and trains have been identified that are offering possible solutions and some are familiar someone like elon musk for instance and i did um and i did a show on him last year but others have received less attention such as the green politicians who could who could soon be running the world's fourth largest ec economy. Now, the Green 30 is not intended to be exhaustive, meaning that these 30 people, ideas, and organizations are not the only people that are working on the whole climate. If you haven't really gotten to what the topic is, the whole climate crisis, the climate change crisis that we're facing in the world and stuff like that. So these 30 people and, and organization and stuff that I'm going through are not just... Um, 
them there's there's a whole lot of other people that are doing work but these people have actually caught the attention of of many of us uh, it's more of an introduction to some of the most interesting inter entrepreneurs uh policy makers engineers and thinkers to watch in 2020 so we're going to start with the first person the first person excuse my pronunciation for some of these names i have a congolese tongue so meaning there are some letters or some a mixture of letters that I cannot pronounce and stuff like that. So if I do pronounce the name wrong, I'm really sorry. The first one is Mario Arapi. And he's the founder and CEO of Casa dos Ventos en Rias Renoveyes SA. And that and that is basically in the the wind industry. Now Arapi has just sold a diesel burning car maker to Ford Mot uh, Motors. When in 2017, he decided to invest in the strong winds that blow over Brazil's northeast. Uh, since then, his company Casa dos Ventos has become a symbol of the rise of wind power in Brazil. Wind is now Brazil's third largest source of electricity and the company has developed about, about one out of every three wind farm projects in operation or under construction. In 2017, Arape became uh, Brazil's first wind energy billionaire. This year, the company plans to start operating a wind farm that will supply energy to mining uh, giant Vale SA, the largest renew renewable energy energy contract ever signed in Brazil. Now, uh, what's this a green fact about this guy? Under Arape, the company has become Brazil's largest uh, developer of wind power. Now, the next person is Sir David Attenborough, and he's a BBC broadcaster and a natural historian. Now, his field is basically in the documentary industry, so if you look at film and all of that. Now, uh, Sir David has become one of Britain's most famous broadcasters for decades, but it was in his 2017 documentary series, Blue Planet 2, that went truly viral with rendering images showing how plastic waste is destroying marine life. The show ignited global anger about the scale of ocean pollution, making it arguably one of the most influ influential documentary series ever made. Um, he basically says that we cannot be radical enough in dealing with these issues. Uh, he will release a film in 2020, A Life on Our Planet, in which he will reflect on his career as a naturalist, the biggest challenges facing the world. And a green fact, um, a green fact about Sir David, his documentary series Our Planet, released on Netflix in April 2019, was watched by 33 million households in its first four weeks. It won two Emmy Awards. That is crazy. Then the next is Mike Cannon Brooks. He is co-CEO and co-founder of Tian Corp and that is in the technology industry. As wildfires rage across Australia, no public figure has been more outspoken about the government and its big coal backers than Cannon Brooks. For years, he's wielded his Twitter account like a um, casual against Prime Minister Scott Morrison, whose government has downplayed the links between climate change and the deadly blazes. At the same time, Cannon Brooks is also pouring billions into clean
clean technology ventures. A, 20, a 2017 tweet to Elon Musk led to the construction of a massive battery storage facility in southern Australia. In 2020, Cannon Brooks will be stumping for his biggest green tech gamble of all backing a $20 billion project to build the world's largest solar farm in the Northern Territory. Fact about, about Cannon Brooks is that last year, Cannon Brooks committed his software company to running on 100% renewable energy by 2025. The next person is Mark Carney. He's a UN special envoy for climate action and finance. So he's in the finance industry. So he's basically fighting the climate um, the climate crisis in the finance industry. And of England governor, Connie has played a pioneering role in making the finance industry wake up to the threat of global warming. In 2015, he warned of a Minsky moment when angst about uh, climate change could spark a collapse in asset prices. As head of the Financial Stability Board, he spearheaded the task force on climate-related financial disclosures, which calls on companies to make disclosures about their climate risks. England is planning the world's most thorough climate stress tests of bank and insurers in 2021. It could provide a model for other central banks. Connie will continue the, his climate work after he steps down from the BOE in March, the Bank of England in March, and as UN Special Envoy, he'll focus on mobilizing private finance to help achieve the Paris climate goals in the run-up to the COP meeting in Glasgow, Scotland in 2020. Now, a green fact about, uh, about this guy is that out of the 17 publicly available speeches Mark Carney made as a uh, Bank of England governor in 2019, seven of them discussed climate change. He mentioned uh, Brexit in five of them. The next person is Wang Ch Chuan Fu, and he is the founder and cha chairman of BYD Corporations. Um, and that is basically in the car industry or the automobile industry. Now, Wang, an engineer, founded BYD as a cell phone battery maker in 1995 and expanded into automaking in 2002. When battery-powered cars were curiosities, Wang wants to turn BYD into an indispensable part of the electric, electric revolution sweeping the car industry to combat the growing scourge of air population, particularly in China. In fact, BYD was the world's biggest EV manufacturer until Tesla surpassed it at the end of last year. Batteries are a key part of Wang's strategy, so expect BYD to keep ramping up development and production in 2020, the slowdown in China's domestic EV market. A green fact about, uh, about him is that last year, BYD's electric taxi and bus fleets reduced co carbon dioxide emissions by about 20.2 million tons in Shenzhen. So he's actually gotten into this whole electric car thing. And then the next is Climate Action 100+. And this is an activist asset so this is activist asset managers, and this focuses on the finance uh, industry. Born on the sidelines of the 2015 Paris Climate Accord, Climate Action 100 Plus has become a powerful force uh, pressuring the world's 
mega corporations consisting of more than 350 large and small asset managers worth 41 trillion dollars the the coalition spends its time talking to boards and directors filing a uh, uh, filing shareholder resolution and using annual general meeting votes to force companies to adopt climate friendly policies it's had some big successes including strong arming royal dutch shell and Nestle SA to reduce carbon emissions. In 2020, this group will continue to petition big polluters asking the companies to clarify how their corporate lobbying aligns with the Paris Agreement. Now, a green fact about this, uh, this, um, this thing is that in February, the group persuaded last year, so in February of last year, the group persuaded Glencore, one of the world's biggest coal suppliers, to cut its annual coal production. Then the next is the ESG debate. This is an environment, social and governance investing and it's also in the finance industry. Outgoing Bank of England Governor Mark Carney says climate change will affect the value of every finance asset. But how do investors measure the impact? There's ES, uh, that's where ESG comes in, basically. Take, taking an ESG approach involves scoring information about a company, such as carbon emissions and safety at work. As climate concerns have escalated, ESG has gone from niche to mainstream. Investors scrabbled into ESG funds, sales of green bonds skyrocketed, and companies and policymakers began to take action. But the debate rages about how, about what counts as sustainable in the u.s many investors look at the model of different methods and data and wonder if there's enough tangible benefits in doing good especially if the risks um, if the risks lower returns in europe Banks are competing to demonstrate their goodness. In 2020, the European Union plans to issue a taxonomy of sustainable finance, which will go further than ever before to define what's green in inverted commas. And a green fact about ESG is that investments in ESG assets total more than $30 trillion. And then the next, now we're looking into the food business, is the fake meat pioneers. Uh, Ethan Brown, founder and CEO Beyond Meat Inc. and Pat Brown, founder and CEO of Impossible Foods Inc. Now, in 2019, plant-based meats found its moment. After years of drum beating by environmentalists, the damage done by the overconsumption of animals um, accounting for 14.5% of man-made global greenhouse gases, not to mention water and air pollution, finally sank in. Consumers flocked to the patties, uh, crumbles and sausages that Impossible Food and Beyond Meat are selling. Browns are not related though, so uh, Ethan Brown and Pat Brown are not related at all. Uh, the companies have announced major partnerships with mega chains Burger King and Duncan. Uh, so Impossible. So what I'm saying is that Impossible Foods has have, have announced a partnership with Burger King, and then Duncan has uh, announced a, a partnership with Beyond Meat. The next ch challenge is penetrating China.
And a green fact about them is that Impossible's, Impossible Meats production is available in more than 17,000 restaurants and Beyond Meats can be found in more than 67,000 locations. So if you are a vegan and you do not eat anything, or vegan or vegetarian and you do not eat anything with meat inside, these are the people that you go to. And then the next, we're going back into the automobile industry, is Pamela Fletcher. She's Vice President for Innovation at General Motors Corporation. Now, Fletcher has been on the leading edge of advancing GM's green, uh, GM is General Motors, green vehicles for more than a decade. She played a key role in making the Chevy Vault, and after that, she led... Um, if you're from the Ultimate Engine Show, I think you should listen to this and stuff like that. Anywho, um, after that, she led development on the second generation vault, the Cadillac ELR plug-in and the Chevrolet Bolt EV. Her team also led development on Super Cruise, Cadillac's hand-free driving system that, led, that lets drivers take their hands off the wheel while coasting on the highway. She now works on achieving uh, General Motors' promise to sell 20 electrical vehicle models globally by 2023. GM will show off their first one this year when it's expected to a new electric Cadillac. A green fact about her is that in August, GM increased the range of the Chevrolet Volt from 238 miles to 259. And then we're going into the electricity industry. Jose Ignacio Sanchez Galan. He is the chairman and CEO of SA. Spain's most influential executive and one of the most outspoken on climate issues, Galan is proof that large companies can cut emissions and remain profitable. He transformed Dollar from a traditional utility company that depended mainly on coal almost two-thirds of its energy from renewable resources. During his tenure, the company's marketization has more than doubled. Ibredola is now a multinational corporation with a presence in 30 countries, providing electricity to more than 100 million people. Under his leadership, Drola has become the world's largest wind power generator. The, the utility will close its two last remaining plants in 2020, Lada and Vilila, both in Spain. A green fact is that last year the company finished installing 1.43 million solar panel at its Nunes de Balboa solar farm, Europe's largest solar power installation. Next, the, the next person is none other than Mr. Bill Gates himself the philanthropist and founder of Microsoft Inc. I mean, everyone knows that. Basically, in the philanthropy um, industry, in the recent years, Bill Gates has become increasing, increasingly vocal about the dangers global warming will pose to the world's poor. Unsurprisingly, he says technology offers the best alternative path forward. He's he's dived into, into a variety of projects, such as Terra Power, 
a company he founded to build next generation nuclear just daunting regulatory and political hurdles but he continues to advocate for the fuel 2019 heliogen incorporated another startup he backs announced that its solar furnace could achieve temperatures high enough to replace fossil fuels for industrial purposes such as steel production in the spring he'll publish void climate disaster a book that promises to be a silicon valley style action plan being net zero emissions through targeted investments over the bill and melinda gates foundation pledged $310 million through the World Bank to help small farmers across the globe adapt to warming temperatures. And then the last people we're going to look at for today and next week we're going to go into part two of it is Germany's Greens. Robert and Haber and Nalina. What we're going to look at for this week, next week we're going to go into part two of this, is Germany's Greens. Robert Habeck and Annalena Bierbock. These are co-chairs for Germany's Green Party. And this goes into politics. Politics is about luck. And Habeck and Bierbock were installed at the helm of their party in 2018, just as the global wave of climate awareness was building. Greens have flourished under their non-nonsense style, helped by the decline of traditional parties. The Greens spent two terms in government as junior a coalition coalition partner to Chancellor Gerhard Skoder in 19, from 1998 to 2005. Under Habeck and Boerberg, they could go further. Voters cite climate change as their number one concern, and Habeck vis with Markel for popularity. His next test will be state elections in Hamburg in February where polls show the Greens are reaching to for first place. Victory there would stoke speculation that Habeck could become Germany's first Green Chancellor in 2021. Now, a green fact about them is that the both of them have established the Greens as a force in German politics. And for a few weeks last summer, they, they polled in first place ahead of Chancellor Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union-led bloc. And that is it for this week, and we'll look at the rest next week. But before we basically close the show, I want to ask you this one question. What are your thoughts about climate change? Do you believe in the whole theory of global warming? Because for me personally, um, global warming, the world has been dying from the time I was in primary school, from the moment I entered grade one, first grade, if you don't, if you don't know what that is, but the moment I started grade one or first grade, for uh, what um, I've been hearing about uh, the ice caps falling or melting and stuff like that, I've been hearing about global warming this, global warming that, and our um, the the atmosphere, whatever is. All of these things are basically dying and stuff like that. And it's been the same song every single year. Now, I don't dispute, um, I don't dispute, I don't disagree with the fact that, listen, the more technology is advancing, the more pollution there is, the, the more air pollution. I mean, I live in um, in South Africa and I live in a, in, in, in a suburb or 
a town, whichever word you use, called Rosettenville. And in Rosettenville, I can basically see the, the, the skyline of the city, of the, of the central city in Johannesburg and stuff, and you can actually see the difference in the air. You can actually, when you look into the city, you can see the the, the, the air pollution that is happening because the basically the air around uh, around Joburg is different and stuff like that. And, you, and it's it's hectic when we go on to when we go to with family to other to other places where there's more natural air or where there's more natural surroundings and stuff like that, we actually feel the difference in the air. So I do not disagree with the air pollution and all this water pollution and land pollution and all of these things, but what I don't understand or what I don't really get is this whole thing of global warming because the earth has been dying. So for all these people doing these things to basically decrease the t the pollution that we have in the world and stuff like that. I'm all for it, but I'm not someone who will go around saying that, hey guys, the ice caps are, are melting and stuff because they've been melting since, what's the, since I was in primary school and all of that. But I literally want to know, what are your thoughts for climate change? Do you believe in global warming or don't you believe in global warming? Are you are you against something? Is there something that you have thought of that can actually help this whole climate change crisis? So let's get talking. Let's get chatting and stuff like that. If you want to put a hashtag to this, I think that will be the new thing that we'll do is climate change on Active FM. So hashtag climate change on Active FM and let's get chatting. Like I say, this is the new show on Active FM. And if you want to catch our amazing shows, you can catch us on our different platforms. We are on www.activefm.co.za. You can catch us on Google Podcasts. And if you're an Apple user, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also catch us on YouTube. And we are on Spotify. Yes, I said it. We are on on spotify and if you want to get chatting with the hashtag climate change on active fm you can catch us on instagram at active fm triple seven you can also catch us on on what's this twitter uh, at active fm and we're also on facebook forward slash active fm i'm your girl cynthia but you know you can call me geeks this is a new show on active fm where christ music is hot music signing out Active, 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 active